Hey, I'm Dr. Nancy, your medical celebrity doctor, and this is Dr. Nancy Knows, the talk show that inspires, motivates, and brings the nation together as a whole, bridging the gap of disparity. Today's guest is Daniel Hewson. You do not want to miss. But first, Dr. Nancy Knows can be listened to right here on this network, drnancyknows.com, YouTube, and Vimeo. And for all of you podcasters out there, your listening pleasure, we're on many platforms as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Daniel Hewson has been in the industry for 25 years. He's a co-founder of Ascent Audiology and Hearing right here in the greater Phoenix area. He has three offices, Goodyear, Surprise, and Glendale. And he not only has walked the walk, but he suffered from hearing loss as a very young boy and has been wearing hearing aids for 44 years now. Daniel, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. It's an honor. Honestly, though, you know, hearing loss is a major concern in our country. Right. And a lot of people um, ignore it, don't realize they have it. Can you tell us how important it is? Well, I think the key is just uh, with hearing loss, when people, you know, so many times they don't realize they have hearing loss. So we talk about the st statistics that seven to 10 years it takes before people even realize that they actually have hearing loss. So, and by the time they realize it, it's not that they actually realize that it's the hearing loss, it's because they don't realize that they're losing their ability to understand people, their clarity. I can hear, but I don't understand. And it's more about that than the actual hearing loss. Uh, because people will say, oh, I can hear fine, but the problem is I don't understand my husband, or I don't understand my wife. And by the time that it starts occurring, we start seeing more issues with not only just the understanding, but we start seeing more issues with brain fatigue, brain fog, and leading to a lot of other problems as well. You're so on point with that. And personally, as a medical doctor, I have, um, you know, diagnosed individuals with hearing loss. Yes. And it's really up to them to decide whether they would like to seek out additional treatment. Um, but many times, oftentimes not, because they say the very same thing. I, I hear just fine. Right. But yes. can you tell us what is actually happening when an individual does suffer with hearing loss? Well, I think there's so many attributes because when people start losing their hearing, they, it's, it becomes psychological. There's a lot of emotional elements that start changing. People become more inward, become more isolated. They become more frustrated, irritable, agitated. And that's why I really talk to patients a lot about you know, depression, anxiety, they become very, um, you know, distrusting family members, a lot of issues communication-wise, marital issues. Uh, and I think the key is just helping people realize hearing loss is just actually just a very small scope of it all. It's actually all the underlying issues that become a bigger concern as opposed to just hearing loss. And that's why it's really important to help them understand when we do case histories is to really what is really going on here? Because it's not just the hearing loss we're worried about. It's all the other underlying issues. I'm trying to find out where is this person gone that used to be so extroverted. Now they're become an introverted individual and they no longer want to do anything. And they're, they want to go anywhere. They want to stay home. And you're, they're losing themselves. And family members are losing their loved ones because they don't know what's going on. And, the, and what happens, a lot of people start losing their ability to function like they used to. So they go to a doctor, and traditionally a lot of doctors will treat things with medications, and if people are suffering from depression or anxiety, they don't always put two and two together that the hearing loss could be causing these issues. And so automatically, patients are going right down the road. I see so many times, what are you taking? Antidepressants, anti-anxiety pills, and so forth. But some of those things need to be treated accordingly, I understand. 
but it's amazing how many people with the frustrations of hearing loss don't realize that we can also see a tremendous decrease in anxiety, stress, and depression simply because we're fixing their ability to hear and understand, which makes their mind work much more clearly in that regards. And so obviously is that if, if they don't take care of it, that leads to bigger problems about memory loss and balance issues. And that's, that's a whole other can of worms to get involved with because so many patients really need to know this sooner than later as opposed to waiting. Well, that's absolutely right. And it's all about health prevention and maintenance. Right. And we all need tune-ups every so yes. often. Yes. Just like physical examination, blood work, you need your hearing and vision checked. How often would you recommend an average adult get their hearing evaluated? So, yep, it's a great question. So, you know, individuals start losing their hearing in their late 40s and early 50s. And so the Surgeon General recommends start getting your te hearing tested once at the age of 50. Now they're identifying that we're starting to see people are starting to have memory loss in their late 40s and early 50s as well. So there's a huge misdiagnosis in a lot of cases with memory loss versus hearing loss. If you look at the characteristics, they're almost identically the same. And that's what's so interesting. We always kind of talk about that with patients. And we always try to, a lot of the testing that we do to help verify, we do testing in speech and noise to be able to figure out, is the person having an auditory processing issue or if it's more of a central auditory process processing issue. And that helps us to really understand if it's brain fog and what's really going on with that individual. So it's really kind of interesting because we're able to, people will come back and say, you're helping me with my memory, you're helping me with my balance, you're helping me with all these other things that are not necessarily the hearing. So it's all the other things that we get excited about and really just changing people's lives. Well, excellent information. Uh, you know, hearing loss, um, the cerebral cortex, yep. comprehension, the whole entire process, a lot of individuals don't really understand how it's all connected. Yes, yes. How can individuals, uh, you know, acquire your services? So we have obviously in, uh, three locations. I mean, Ascent, Air, Ascent Arizona, uh, sorry, AscentAudiologyArizona.com. Our phone number is 602-863-4203. And you know, I think the key is just really just, I think our biggest focus has always been about educating people. At the end of the day, some people, when they come in to get their hearing tested, the first thing they think about, oh, hearing aids. You're gonna give me a hearing aid. And I always tell patients, you know what, I don't care if you get hearing aids or not. Quite honestly, what I do care about is that you become more educated about what's going on here. And you know, this is important too, but if we don't understand what's happening to our brain, that's why I always I hammer home with patients and you know, that are living in assistive livings, that are living in independent livings, it's like realize that we wanna prevent you from getting to the memory cares. We wanna do everything we can to be able to keep the quality of life that you have. We don't know what the quantity is, but the quality is something we really want to focus really, really want to focus on most importantly. So we're educators in our own realm, and that's what we really like to focus on is really making sure they understand what is going on in their body. Why are they changing? What's what can be done to help them to give them hope? And at the end of the day, that's the key. That's so important. Things that you can prevent and prolong quality of life. Wouldn't you want to do that? That's so yes. important. Services that you provide are so much more than just a, a hearing yes. evaluation, yes. but what other types of services do you offer at Ascent? So we do a lot of, uh, a lot of things that don't get talked about often is tinnitus and ringing in the ears, buzzing sounds, and, and uh, millions and millions of people suffer from that. And so audiologists are ones that do testing with tinnitus specifically to be able to determine not only where the location of the tinnitus is, but also how loud it actually is. And then we determine if we can cover it up and it's amazing how many people we've been able to transition with that because we're able to put something on 
and not just hearing needs alone, but also because we can mask out that tinnitus. And so it's, it's testing that's really definitely not utilized because many, again, many primary doctors, internal medicine doctors, or even ENTs will tell patients there's no, really not much you can do. You can take antidepressants or anti-anxiety pills for people where it's really bad. But what's, what's amazing is when we're able to not only locate the frequencies and the loudness of their tinnitus, we're able to actually mask it. So that's one part of it. Balance, we also work with patients with balance issues, and we're also working with Cognivue, with memory loss as well, helping patients realize where they are, and then when we're doing is put hearing aids on them, six months later we're gonna reevaluate them again to determine how much we're recovering in regards to their memory, and also being able to do ear cleanings, and we do it just like what ear, nose, and throat practices do, so, and we're also mobile. So that's another big factor too. So much value not all audiology hearing practices are created the same. And how many times have you been told that there is nothing to do or be done about tinnitus? Yep. Technology, uh, seeking out individuals that are educating you, that are impacting many people's lives in a lot of ways, suffer no longer with tinnitus. Essent, audiology in hearing. Daniel, I understand vertigo is an issue too yep. and that, that you can help with that as yep. well. So I think the thing that's interesting about vertigo is so many people suffer from it. Uh, I've seen patients who've had vertigo for two to five years, seven years, ten years, and they just say, well, I'm just dizzy, I'm getting older, I have some neuropathy in my feet, I'm numbness or tingling, and they don't realize that this can actually be treated. They go to ear, nose, and throat practices, they get, uh, they get CAT scans, get MRIs, they go to physical therapy, and, and they come back and they're like, I still have a problem. And so the key is, is just taking the time. At the end of the day, it's all about taking time with the patient and really investigating what's really wrong with them. And what's great is I had several, I have several of them this week come in and in literally just two to three years, they're not doing, turning their head to the right anymore and they're turning their bodies. They're, they're actually readjusting their lifestyle just because of that. Put them up on the table, do the maneuvers, being able to recognize that it's actually vertigo or BPPV and being able to just put, put, that, put it all back into place. They basically put the crystals back into place. And it's, also, it's such an amazing thing where people don't even believe that it's possible. But when you fix them, you just feel like you, you just had a miracle occur for them because they feel like they get their lives back again. So it's just, it's, sometimes it's not always that simple. And there's a lot of other things that we do for balance testing to help the patient. But at the same time, you just gotta take the time to really understand what's really going on. Is there something going on in their eyes, mm. in their head? Is there something with their neck or their back? Is it, is it the diabetes? Is it the neuropathy? Mm -hmm. You know, the somatosensory skills are not as good as they used to be. What is causing that problem? And I, I really enjoy that. We spend about an hour and a half with balanced patients, so we spend a lot of time. So it's comprehensive yeah. evaluation and care. Yeah. It's relationship building as yes. well. Yes. And you're getting to the bottom of a, a client's issue and you're changing their life forever. Yes. Yes. You have great passion for what you do. Mm -hmm. You've experienced hearing loss yes. yourself and you're giving back in such a yeah. wonderful way. Yeah, well, when you have 75, 80% loss of hearing, uh, I don't care what you've lost in life, if you lost, lose that much, it does impact you. And I think what's really great of having had a hearing loss since a child, since I was born with it essentially, I mean, just dealing with the emotions of having hearing loss as a child, and just growing up and being able to utilize it in a way that I can really help people. So it's not just what I do, it's what I live. And that's what I really love, just helping people in that regards. So it's the passion yeah. and you know, it's genuine, it's authentic and it's available. Yes. 
what type of plans do you take? Insurance, out of yep. pocket, a yep. lot of people struggle. Yep. So our world of audiology has changed a lot in the last five to six years or so, where obviously Medicare doesn't pay for hearing aids, but they pay for hearing evaluations. So again, your insurance will cover a hearing test once a year. So we work with all insurances specifically in our plan. And the biggest thing with hearing aids, there's a lot of third parties that are involved now in reference to a Medicare affiliated uh, plan. So there's, they will have different types of benefits, things that are much less costing devices for the patients. And really I always tell patients that there's something for everybody. And it's a matter of just taking the time to figure out what it is that they need. Unfortunately, there's a lot of other beliefs out there how to handle patient care with hearing aids and and there's been a lot of prices that are quite high at the end of the day it really is about giving you're, you're changing someone's life and you really got to take the time to find the right solution and so many people get hearing aids are not tested accordingly with hearing aids so it's not just about the purchase of a product it's about changing the whole lifestyle and being able to make them realize that they're coming back every three months to follow up with everything, really doing the testing every six months with their hearing aids on to be able to verify mm. where they were versus where they are and really making sure everything's staying up like it should be. So there's a lot of, I always tell patients it's not about, the, the purchase of the hearing aid is not the most important part. It's everything that happens afterward. It's the aftercare, it's the follow-up. That becomes the part that's most important to be able to help people is to really take care of them after and I see so many people who come to our office, a lot of patients that come to us is because they got hearing aids from somewhere else and they're, they're like, well, I guess I gotta get new hearing aids. We're like, well, wait a minute, let's put you in the booth and test you. And what's amazing is to be able to see that we can do something with these hearing aids and then reprogram them and they're acting like, these are my hearing aids or, or is this something different? These are yours. Well, how come that wasn't done before? Just taking the time and educating them to realize what can be done. So you can save people money. Yep. Uh, you follow up with individuals, yep. again, compassionate care, yep. compassionate care, yep. and choosing hearing aids at third party oftentimes, but yep. you're a one-stop shop. Yep. You can evaluate a person, you can help them choose the right hearing aid for yep. them as well. You have a mobile service yep. too. Yep. And again, what you've said on your um, podcast, your YouTube video um, channel, Coffee and Audiology, it's not just about changing the volume no. on hearing aids. The technology is so much more than that. It's about improving the way that the brain processes, and that's a major, major deal. So really continue is. to do what you are doing, changing the landscape and how people hear, and, and bringing more awareness to discount those myths about hearing loss, right. hearing loss. How does individuals get a hold of you and your services? Well. I, again, I think the, the key is just being aware of Ascent Audiology and Hearing. We have the three locations, the Goodyear and Glendale and, and uh, Surprise, and we're also mobile. I, I do a lot of work in assistive livings and independent living places, going to people's homes. Uh, we go all over the valley, uh, and I think the key is just we get the same care no matter where we go. So Ascent Audiology and Hearing, obviously, um, you know, 602-863-4203 is the main number to call. and. We have six providers, so it's not just me. There's a lot of people behind me. I just happen to be the, the one that uh, has hearing loss specifically, so I'd love to talk about it. But Daniel, you guys are growing. Yeah. Ascent yeah. Audiology and Hearing is yeah. growing, not just here locally, and yeah. this is a national broadcast here. Yeah. Tell us more. So, you know, one of my visions has always been is to be able to expand our platform. And I think the key is just with the, what we do and the successes that we've been able to have, you know, looking at other options. And one of my things that I, one of my best friends is an ear, nose, and throat doctor in South Carolina in Greenville. 
And so we've been able to expand there. We're working inside of the ENT. Uh, we're also helping to manage the ear, nose, and throat practice now. And that's something that I want to bring back to Arizona, being able to uh, present that as well in here. Uh, we're working on things uh, to get up in Prescott and also some other opportunities outside of the state as well as places like uh, Montana, California, and Oregon. There's some opportunities. It's going to take some time, but as long as it's the right fit. And at the end of the day, you want the right culture. Everything's about culture in our practice, and I think that's really making sure that we have the right people, not just the staff and the providers, but also just making sure that people feel comfortable when they come in. And, you know, I just came from taking care of a bunch of people this morning and I think at the end of the day they just they feel home and I think that's really important to make them feel good about where they are. I totally agree. Um, a healthcare provider, practitioner, you know, a client in front of you, it's such a privilege yeah. and to make them feel comfortable enough to break down those barriers to divulge intimate information, it's yeah. such a privilege to do yeah. that and you have to have passion and, and patients can see when you're not authentic. Oh, yeah, so kudos to what you're doing. Thank you. Now, I do understand that there may be a correlation with hearing loss in Alzheimer's. Yes. So up to 40% of the reason we develop memory loss comes from hearing loss. And I think that's something that we really talk and stress a lot about in our practice. And patients will oftentimes talk about, you know, I, I feel exhausted, I feel fatigued, I feel I can't concentrate as well, I'm having trouble processing information, I can't multitask like I used to. They don't realize that. And a lot of people end up retiring earlier because their brain can't keep up with the young folks because they're so much faster. And I tell people it's probably because you have hearing loss because the auditory part of the brain is, is slows down. And, it's, and I tell patients that when we do it to test speech and noise, it actually tells us how fast the brain is processing or the lack thereof. And the focus is to help people realize that that we can recapture. And when people are losing their memory and when there is that correlation, we can recoup up to 75% of what they've lost. So it's really, really important to just take the time, as I said earlier, about being able to figure out how much have we lost. Okay, now we know what we're dealing with. Now what do we need to do to fix this? And I think the time it's taken, I mean, it's like putting together a puzzle. And I think that's what's really great about what patients see, what our practice does, is to really take that time to go, you know what, there's a bigger, there's a bigger picture here. There's a bigger concern here than, than the hearing loss. And, and dealing with the memory loss and the balance issues, those are, that's a bigger concern than anything. But just being able to see people who have gone from memory cares and assistive livings and they were retested, reevaluated, they were pulled out of those places and put back into an assistive or independent living because the problem wasn't that they needed to take more pills and they needed to have you know the significant therapy and so forth for their brain fatigue and brain fog, memory loss, but it actually was that they had a significant hearing loss. So everyone, the take home here, it's never too late to nope. get your hearing lost. And once it's evaluated, up to 75% of your normal functions can return. Yeah. Yes. And it's so significant with regard to the elderly who are put on medications that can yeah. further demise and actually increase them for harm. Yeah. So hearing evaluations are so essential, so necessary. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel, oh, for being welcome. on the Thank show. You. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Listen, everyone, it's not only what Dr. Nancy knows, but it's who she knows. We'll talk next week. Thank you.